0: are tuned in to the way of healing podcast where we inspire humans to connect more deeply to their experience of life my name is oj my name is casey
1: we are connecting with practitioners to talk about the potential of the innate healing powers within
0: welcome back to the way of healing hey Hey. What's what's up this is episode 42 i think yeah it is Um, I'll
2: have to look at those numbers
0: 42 (laughs) the number 42 oh there's a whole lot the number 42 awesome Um, but we are very excited to have with us today Eddie Ohm of the science of touch welcome Eddie thank you very
2: excited to be here with you guys we've we've talked for a while and it's it's so uh, I think we spoke earlier it's nice to meet um, two people in the work like you two. so
0: thanks we're working at it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a journey for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's not always a straight line from A to B. No. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it never is. <laughs> People, do you hear that? It's okay. All the twists and turns. We uh, just had a full moon. We're still in Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. It's Scorpio season. I mean, the energy is hot. So we're back at the kitchen, ta- k- kitchen table, Casey's kitchen table. And... Uh, we're going to talk to Eddie. Yeah. We know Eddie because Eddie is teaching kinesiology at our alma mater, Ipsby, mm-hmm. the, uh, the at Life, Life Energy in-
2: Institute yeah,
0: yes. in Culver City. I
1: found Eddie on Instagram. <laughs> 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 and then I got an a email from Ipsby saying he was teaching. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I just messaged this guy.
0: Two, two and <laughs> he texted <two> <laughs> me. I think I was in Cyprus at the time. And he was like, I think we're going to get the guy who, the new teacher at Ipsby. <laughs> I was like, uh,
2: wow. Well, well, it's like it's been a full circle um, event since like I moved back from Bali in in August.
1: Oh, nice! You were in Bali for how long?
2: For in, in two phases for four and six months. Mm-hmm. And um, my my girlfriend lives out there. She's a tantric hatha yogi. Hey. And, and uh, when I came back, I guess I put an in, uh, intention out to. Like meet practitioners and get involved with the community to teach, and it really landed all in one week. It was really like it was it was cool to see. Yeah.
1: Well, we got like forty people for you to meet,
0: (laughs) 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 and they each have forty people. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: like I said, you guys uh, are, are. putting it out there into the airwaves and meeting uh, like getting to expose people and, and their crafts and like what they're, what they're good at, who they're helping. It's, it's really cool to see. So. Yeah.
1: It's fun. Yeah. And yeah, We've met really cool people too. Like people that have changed my life for sure.
0: Yeah. I was just referencing Linda today. I was recommending Linda to somebody.
1: I messaged Linda today if you were talking (laughs) today.
0: Everything happens at the same time.
1: (laughs) If you guys, shout out to Linda. If you haven't listened to Linda's episode, listen to Linda's episode. Linda
0: Atkinson Sales, transformational. She's a metaphysician, metaphysical healer. She's just the GM. Yeah, she's she's a boss. (laughs) Eddie, do you want to tell us, were you doing any healing or training in Bali? Or was that like more, like what is, I haven't been there. Have you been there, OJ? Mm -mm. No, I've been hearing about it for years, but like I know that there's a lot of healing that happens there and I know that there's a lot of yoga and a lot of retreats go there. But do you want to share anything about your experience there?
2: Yeah, uh, there was a particular moment in time where I said um, I I need to get out of the country and uh, it was last year, right around this time actually. And uh, by happenstance, uh, through a friend, I met my mm. girlfriend who teaches out there and I said, you know what, I'm kind of, I'm going to come out I'm going to experience what life is out there. I'm going to sign up for a breathwork and a biodynamic breathwork and trauma release, uh, BBTRS. Mm. Uh, I'm going to sign up for one other 10 days and went, went and did an intensive out there. Didn't know much about the island. and had a good intensive it, it they call it an intensive for a reason but they uh, but I was <laughs> uh, it hadn't rained hard since I had been there and I was on the opposite side of the island and the day that I had to drive my bike three hours back to Chenggu was a tremendous storm like the like likes that I have never seen before and I I was sitting there going okay if I get through like I have to respect this island like a lot a lot more. So fast forward a little bit I really got immersed in the place. It it, it it's a dichotomy. You see a lot of consciousness and unconsciousness go on. Mm. And then you also see with the healing that people seek out what they go for, what they like what they think is going to happen it's not, it's not, they, they take that windy path. It's, it's like a, it's a full immersion in your own like mirror. And it's a really powerful and awesome place to go to. So I I highly recommend heading out there. Um, Then I became associated with uh, the yoga studio and the yoga school uh, uh, called the Practice Bali. Uh, An amazing, amazing place. They, um, they do traditional Tantra Katha Yoga of a Sri Vijaya lineage that's like thousands of years old. Um, I got to learn that firsthand and become a teacher, and it was like life changing. So, mm-hmm. very cool.
0: Yeah. Do you apply any of what you learned in Bali in your either in your work or your daily life? Right.
2: Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I um, will eventually be out there to study some more mm. um, because I think especially with Kundalini energy and uh, the, the Nadi work and understanding like the 108 crossing points in the body. Mm. There's there's so much more to start putting into this practice and, and a lot of valuable stuff came out of their um, breath retention work, full deep exhales, which we don't do enough of right. where we're a bunch of inhalers. And we
0: don't often take even really big, nice, deep inhales either.
2: True. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it the reactionary breath, so it's like as long as we can coach ourselves out of that, and that particular style of, of yoga um, taught me a lot about that. So I'm working on putting it into practice. Uh, I would like to learn how to teach more. so
1: yeah. So just curious, were you doing healing work While you were out in Bali?
2: I was below the government knowing about it, right? Know, but under the radar. Under yeah. the radar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was, which was fun. You
0: mostly expats.
2: Yeah, mostly expats.
1: Yeah. I mean, it had, that had to be. But I was assuming because I'm sure there's so many healers out in Bali too, where people that are local kind of know, like have their people already, yeah. And so it'd be hard to come in as a foreigner and like. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't I, you want my services? Yeah. <laughs> the the
2: the people are incredible. The people are incredible. Of course you when you're in there, you want to give back to the community in any mm. any way possible because they're just so accepting. They're they're it's the Hindu part of a Muslim nation. They are just like absolutely family oriented, God fearing and god god adorning and and they're just full of love. So Whenever you're out there, you're like, "How can I give back?" and and it doesn't necessarily have to be through <laughs> body work, but yeah, if I go back out there, I'll I'll find out how to work with the community a little bit better. Right. Right. Very cool.
1: So Casey met up with you. Was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys. Um, yeah. You you were able to receive some work. Yeah. Where should we start? Should we have you explain it, or should we have you talk about your experience?
2: Uh. Yeah. like Well, I'll explain the process. So I'm a trauma informed body worker, mm-hmm. meaning I work in trauma systems and little t, there's big t trauma and there's little t trauma. Big t trauma is overwhelm or anything that's like, we can come up with scenarios that I won't mention here, but anything mm-hmm. where you shut down your nervous system blocks out in a pr- protective response. Little t trauma is what we see as far as like coping mechanisms to life events such as a breakup or more commonly um, traffic. And that's and, <laughs> and our, our nervous system's response. Do you
0: think we can get our insurance to pay for that if we <laughs> file, say we have trauma from traffic?
2: I, I don't have a car anymore. that's right yeah I
0: show up I'm pulling in the driveway and he's locking his I see a guy in a bike helmet and I'm like that's
2: Eddie it's so freeing that's beautiful that's amazing yeah well it's not because I don't like driving right it's just definitely I don't think it's good for me at this point in time but it's a resilience event uh, when you're driving it's like something that you have to I'm using driving as the example like we're resilient people right we bounce back and And like highly distressing situations happen to us all the time, but we cope. And over time, our coping strategies, if we cope and we cope and we cope and we cope and we cope, they don't always get up to the same speed. Right. And so the platform I use is body work when someone has what we call a dysregulating system, dysregulating autonomic nervous system, which can come from that.
0: In your opinion, Eddie, how much of the population is existing in a dysregulated uh, nervous system?
2: Yeah. 100%. One, uh, 99. 90, 90, 99. 90, over 90. Yeah. 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 I, uh, you hear
0: that, people? Take a deep breath right now. Stop what you're doing yeah. and breathe.
1: And then book with Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's it's, it's it's including myself. Thank you. It's including myself. Yeah. So it's it's how am I attuning to what's going on in my body and how can I bring it out onto, well, not bring it out into the session, but bring it, how can I relate to this mm. person that's on the table? And it's like, okay, I see what's going on. We pair breath and body work so that we coach the parasympathetic back up. A lot of people think that stress, it's, a, it's the difference between stress and stressed out. A lot of people think that your sympathetic nervous system is on and that's what that's, that's what the stressing Factor is, but we don't talk about enough. It's like, it's not. It's the sympathetic's there to help us do things and survive. And it's really important to have it. But the ability for the parasympathetic to cope and regulate needs to be addressed. I like that. I
1: never thought of it that way. I'm one of those people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But if it's not, and here's where the trauma-informed parts come in, it starts to affect your mood. Your posture, your mood, then your uh, reactions and your dispositions and your quality of how you can relate. Mm -hmm.
0: And then your brain chemicals.
2: And then your brain chemicals. And And then
0: you think that you're fixed in that state.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's something called a positive feedback loop and it's not a good thing, mm. yeah, it's a, it's not a positive it's actually thing. A negative. It's actually a negative <laughs> thing.
1: Just a little bit of background, Eddie's Instagram handle is science of touch. Uh, yeah. So he's into the science behind all of this. Yeah. So there's gonna be a little more terminology than I think usually happens on the show. Not that, not everyone is into science, but Eddie also has a bachelor's in kinesiology. And so he's really into the science behind all this stuff.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for um, saying that because it's so, I'm so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Cause it's, it's something that needs more um, addressing. It's like, how is this, how's what we do, not just physiology, but psychophysiology? Mm. Like, how's it, how are these two, these two are so tied and It's way more than muscles, fascia. It's everything. Like we are a magnetic process to an electrical signal to a chemical process to a mechanical signal. And like if if you can't see God in that, then like yeah, Mm -hmm. then go see Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I can tend to. I can tend to. uh, I can tend to. Not stray, but just go very passionately about some of these topics. Let's do it. Yeah. So, what
1: is your process? What's What's the Is there, like, a typical approach? Not that there is a typical approach, but like, is there a way you go about it that's different than, say, like, a massage therapist would just go into a session?
2: Yeah. um, It's all manual medicine, right? It's all transference of body energy and understanding the what nerve signals are doing in that person, what your nerve signals are doing in that session. And the most important part of my work is reading reflexes, body reflexes, as they happen in real time. Mm. So reflexology is not just a mapping of organ systems of the feet. It's If you talk about reflexes, we, we're a body of reflexes. We're how how we react physically is reflexes how we react, react emotionally is reflexes and how can we go about bringing new patterns back that have just started to diminish over time
1: mm-hmm.
2: you have to work with the breath the breath is the the only physiological response that is conscious and subconscious alpha and gamma it's the only thing that's that's it's it's how we tie to, our it's how we tie to physiology to like emotion and and emotional response. So, mm. um, so yeah, we work with the breath a lot. I pair breath and body work to a degree. Um, it's deeper work, but um, but not aggravating deep tissue. If you're taking the breath away, you're doing the person a, a disservice. So,
0: one thing I want to say about the breath, and this might be a key for people in terms of understanding its importance because I also teach with a lot of breath and I sometimes cue breath in body work. Breath is happening when we are sleeping, mm-hmm. right? So it's happening without our conscious effort, but it's also something that we can manipulate with conscious thinking. So it it crosses both states. Totally. And that's what you were talking about, but totally. I just wanted to like you know, put it in other terms. I think you said alpha and gamma.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alpha would be anything that um, we're consciously manipulating manipulating, and and gamma is anything below our level of consciousness and how many things are happening below our level of consciousness. Like (laughs) 90, the same percentage of
0: people that are operating in their (laughs) sympathetic nervous system. It's
2: an insane amount, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I read somewhere that um, you don't see a snake. You're like the rays in your eyes catch the signal of a serpent like the shape of it it's imprinted on your spinal column or your spinal cord and you jump before you think about that that's a snake Wow, cool so like that's the re- reflexes that we're working with
0: and yeah. ancient ancient limbic system
2: ancient stuff
0: yeah we're all just reptiles
2: so it's so true, yeah. And the limbic system is. Some, I'm glad you said that because there's a process uh, to before we get to our cortical thought, like our thought process. There, there's a process of a brainstem limbic system. Um, like then we think about it, and that's been talked about a lot, especially when you when the new. Uh, researches into to emotions and emotional state, and what are those doing to our physiology? It's it's a it's like a tiered process to to thought, and we think we th- we think we can think our way out of things, but we can't. We have to feel and experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a uh, Descartes said, "I think, therefore I am," and he made a critical error. It's mm-hmm. it's I feel, therefore I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool.
0: No words. I don't need (laughs) words after that.
1: (laughs) So what was your session like, Casey? What was your experience on the table?
0: So, well, what I was saying is that you, the two of you work similarly. Mm. So he does something of like a warm-up for the body. So I liked that. That's, That's not that common, right? In a lot of body work modalities, like people just jump in. Yeah. And he warmed he warmed up my body like over over the sheets. he moved. there was some like passive joint mobilization. Right. He checked in with my spine to see, you know he, he was informing himself um, And you can also add yeah, because was, I was also receiving yeah, so a, I,
2: a little bit of traction. Um, okay like very passive stuff that you have to watch a reaction hit the
1: mm-hmm. brain
2: and come back. So just passive stuff to to warm the tissues up, but more importantly to see the physiology that's that's happening pretty much immediately. People are gonna have a different reaction to touch than you guys know. So mm-hmm. it's it's a different it's different for different people at different times. The five o'clock hour that someone sees you is not the same as the one o'clock hour mm-hmm. that someone sees you and and so it's just a general check-in.
0: Right, exactly, yeah. And 5 o'clock today is different than 5 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. so I liked that piece of it. There's like the warm-up. And then there were elements for those of you who feel massage, like circulatory massage, like a deep massage without getting too technical, where there is like a deep circulatory aspect and he was using oil. So, you know, he, he worked on my back and he worked on my arms and what i noticed is he also works in some trigger point stuff so he goes to the joints and he goes to the ends of the muscles to look for tension reaction reflexes yep. um, and so that work is can be i mean it's it's a deep it's a deep work right. you were going you know i was feeling tender yep. right with some of it not like bracing at all ever against it but uh, like okay, yeah, we're getting into that spot there in my elbow that I've been feeling for a while.
2: That's a stimulus response, stimulus response. It's a, it's a call to make a big reflex happen, uh, which it's known as a flexor withdrawal reflex. But then how do you process it? That's like the super important part. It's mm. like how do, you, how do you process that big reflex that just happened and can we hold space uh-huh. and, and let you come back? We do that, like the the arms and the legs. There are they're what protect first, mm-hmm. and so can we get those out of that, so that we can work with other parts of the body, and and okay. the, it can be tender, it can be very tender, uh, especially since that they have a long way to. That's a Travel. long, yeah, that's a long a lot of nerve, yeah um something distance <laughs> a lot of nerve distance uh, that whole thing is called the reflex arc but we don't we don't have to go into that okay
0: in i gotta ask you because man science gets me i love it yeah. it just freaking i love it <laughs> and i love your application of it geez louise <laughs> is this stuff that you were studying at suiha or like have you since coming back that for those of you that don't know Southwest Institute of Healing Arts it's in Tempe Arizona and my, Gary teaches there that's mm.
2: my favorite educational experience of <laughs> awesome. my, of my life yeah
0: well do you want to tell us how maybe your experience at Suiha evolved into your work that you're doing now or I'm so curious like <laughs> I look at your Instagram feed and I'm like where can you know Where are you getting this information? And where are like, I want to take these classes. Yeah.
1: Right. I look at your Instagram feed. I'm like, do you want to do our Instagram feed?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I'm a, that's a, that's a, please, that's not a pain, (laughs) not a pain point for me. That's a, an area of deep like change that I'm trying to go through right now. It's like, how can I, how can I, not install my ego into this that's so like so d- deep and then how can i also translate like very important information and then how can i also make money and how can i also serve yeah. serve and then make money but it's it's like it's a that thing is a monster i gotta say it's <laughs> like
0: i don't yeah well when it's like how do you transfer important information on a fluffy platform uh-huh. yeah. it's tricky because it's all things yeah. like there are people doing important work and mm-hmm. sharing it and then there's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm rolling my eyes yeah people. yeah there's every, there's it's
2: literally everything challenge. yeah there's some there's some great art on there i gotta say <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but. so
0: so what was SWEHA like? Because we went to Ipsby. Yeah, Gary yeah. Strauss, who is one of the stewards of Ipsby, is also a teacher at SWEHA. Yeah, so he does polarity definitely there. Did you train in any of that?
2: I took a class. Okay, it, it blew my mind, and I think I think one I think that and craniosacral having the opportunity to do that in a must in massage school um, or part of a 900, 900 hour.
0: Oh, hello. State of Arizona.
2: Yeah, I think it was seven fifty, but I think, I, I think we did. I think me and a friend did 900. Uh-huh. Um,
0: California's 500. For it is. Yeah. Yes.
2: And New York's like 2000, I think. I know. Yeah. So it was like Vancouver. Vancouver. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Canada mm-hmm. in general. I'm like, Hmm, that's, that sounds great actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. But, Let's see. I obviously I came out of school with, with a canine mind right. and I'm like I'm I'm just going to I'm going to apply what I know and and now I'm going to learn what I don't. And to have a place that really took steps back from not I'm not saying they took steps back from physiology, but like how what else is there that's like way bigger than than the self or not the self. What is the self? Like what? Yeah. What, what else? What yeah. else?
0: What other perspectives can we look from? Yeah. What other pieces? What can we make space for?
2: Yeah. What, modal, yeah. what modalities are like really just non-linear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I I respected that so much about the place, and I met made a lot of friendships. And what Swihad uh, actually taught me was attunement and how to read the body, not. It sounds funny, but not using my hands. And we, we like, I noticed right away. It's like we well, we need a little bit more of this. Like, and if I'm going to be a, a therapist, I want to I want to take a full understanding of somebody's um, somebody's body and and take it into session with me, not just their physiology or, the, or their anatomy. Yeah, it's, it's just a very valuable time uh, for me. I wasn't going to go to massage school. I was, was going to go to phys- physical therapy school. And uh, after some negative experiences, nothing against the industry at all that I personally would say on here. But I'm so happy that I moved into manual medicine. And I'm so happy they were there to catch me in a time where I needed caught. And Yeah.
1: Yeah. I get it. Like, you can do a lot with manual therapy yeah. and from the experiences I've had with physical therapists, not bashing them, some of them are amazing, um, but they get so caught up in the system mm-hmm. that they limit themselves to like, you know, what's mainstream or what's accepted. Totally,
2: totally. Um, yeah, and like charting until like ten thirty PM and into family hours right, and right. doing things that I just wouldn't even think of. Yeah. of.
0: And the whole insurance thing is such a drag. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, like chasing your money. Yes, I worked behind the desk Mm -hmm. at a PT office.
2: It was Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, that would roll in like six months later. Like some of those checks. Oh yeah, and you're just like, how? And they're a
0: fraction of what you thought they would be, and then you have to go and a. I mean, it's just like such a giant waste of time. Totally. Totally. But yeah, and then there's awesome rogue PTS. Right, who study all of these cool modalities and incorporate them. And you know, they do Feldenkrais (laughs) and they do breath work and they do Alexander technique and they do.
2: And even, even, even like, even, even taping and like, like things that are not microneedling, things that are now just kind of like on, they weren't being taught in school. They're just like, uh, or cupping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like, we got to learn this. Right. Again, soft tissue stuff. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So
0: the energetics is a really important thing. I mean, that's the yeah. that's a big basis of what I'm most gripped by. Totally. Because like we don't see smell? Yeah. We don't see sound? Yeah. And there's lots of other things we don't see yeah. with our eyes and we we we're such a vision focused culture.
2: We don't see sight. We are <laughs> some some things, you know, like we're yeah. Just to your point, we have 90% of our sen- sensory information is optics, right? And there's no way we're even. But that's a choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like right. a. It's like a choice. It is. You're we right. We can
0: tune into our hearing much more deeply. Yep. We can tune into. I mean, I have a friend who sees. Sees energy vibration, yep. and I actually was curious. I was like, I'm, I kind of think Eddie does too.
2: <laughs> um, I, to a degree. Uh-huh. Yeah, to a degree, and right. to the degree that you want to j- jump into it.
0: yeah happy to yeah well whatever whatever you want to talk about but like he could see an injury in somebody's leg he was like her leg is like don't you see that vibration and I was like he's not a body he's a Cornell grad from who did economics (laughs) and he's got this crazy gift Mm, that he like hasn't totally he's an alien dived into yet we're all aliens silly Mm
2: -hmm. he's getting there Yeah,
1: yeah
0: he's definitely getting there so okay so Suiha was rad and Har- we did things
2: there. Yeah. Sweet was rad. I, uh, I ended up going um, from there to work with, with uh, a lot of NFL players because Scottsdale is a hub of, of sport, oh, right. sports medicine. Um, baseball too. Baseball too. Had a bunch of really, really good experiences there. <laughs> my, my roommate and I were coming out to LA about 13 or 14 times in a year. So we, we just said, mm, it's time to move. Uh, and we came out here and that's when I like really started my own healing journey is when I landed in California and I said, it's time to get right with a lot of stuff that is not right. So, but it's only like, I don't have a, for, for example, I have a lot of surgical traumas and wasn't understanding that I was just in go, why I was in go mode all the time, why I was like, really aggressively just driving work over everything it all comes to a head like it does right and and sometimes when you uh, reach out for help it's there and I got a lot of body-oriented help when I needed it and I said oh man I'm traumatized like I got a lot of trauma I was like well we didn't we didn't talk about trauma in school we didn't talk about we didn't necessarily dive into it at Suiha. I'm working on a lot of people that are presenting and I am attuning with it in my own body. So, hmm, how can I find this movement that's going on? And and it was out there. And I found it in Peter Levine's work. So I found that. I found the polyvagal theory at the same time. And I said, this is the psychophysiology that I've been looking for. This is it. This is like I'm seeing it in real time. I'm understanding it like as it like it's a it's a tiered nervous system structure of of the human body. Like like I my body says that I'm 32, but my nervous system says that I'm five hundred thousand years of evolution that's that we only leveraged like a hundred years ago. So so I found all that. Along with a lot of other practitioners in California, specifically, and there's a few across the nation, but that's where it's like, hey, there's there's this trauma-informed movement. It's it's in classrooms, and it's in psychology sessions and psychotherapy. But now we got to put it into body work. Yeah, yeah.
0: Here, here. This yeah. is awesome. Good <laughs> shit happens at this table. <laughs> it does.
2: Um, it's a round, red table. Mm. It is. And it, and I get to see you guys, your eyes and everything. It's so good. It's
0: a red round table. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk to our audience uh, or us about a little bit about polyvagal? It's a buzzword kind of right yeah. now. And I also am curious, is psychophysiology, is that a word that is being utilized? And it, I, that's an exciting word for me. I hadn't heard it before today.
2: Totally. And I yeah. think I think it was Tom Thomas Hanna who did somatics in the seventies. And he worked with like posture and the understanding of posture and like the that uh, Feldenkrais. Uh let's see the OG the OG um OG, OG work was uh Alexander technique. Okay. And like all these things that are like Rolfing. thing, yeah. yeah there's like there's a mind body thing connection. Dickwald,
0: our book, Body Mind, mm-hmm. that's what they're still using at Ipsby, and it's like from 1970 something. Yeah. So there's some funny aspects of it, but it's such a beautiful marriage of right present presentation. Totally. And, okay. And, so, and then yeah.
2: so psychophysiology was born, huh. but research was moving in a western western way. It's, it was paid for by by big corporations uh, nobody took a step back to look at the nervous system we always dissected down and fortunately in the 60s late 60s a guy named Stephen porges looked at like the heart and heart rate variability uh, thank God he looked at that because he basically said okay we're in a there's three parts of our nervous system there's our there's our primal or old like vagus nerve, nervous system that has our like um guts and our viscera in its highest regard, like keeping it healthy, keeping it safe. Then there's our fight or flight response. And typically people stop right there. Like people, people say that's those two. He said, uh-uh, we got a co-regulation response and like a like a me and you part of our nervous system so that we don't move into fight or flight right away. Like if I hit your car, God forbid, like I will, if I hit your car with my non-existent car, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna uh, fight or run away. I'm gonna try and talk talk to you, um, especially if there's a- The mediator. A, the mediator. There's
0: like a mediator part. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's developing yeah. more and more.
2: Yeah. And and then speaking of more and more, it, it's also like the first to dissociate that part of our nervous system. It's the first to like wander away and dysregulate because of trauma that occurs where we have those protective responses and our and our and our reactions. Yeah, that the actual co regulation of of it's called the Ventral vagal, it becomes compromised, and so like you, so you have to go down the ladder, the body ladder, and see where's where's the compromise. Where is it? Like, is it in the is it in the guts? Is in the fight or flight? Or is this person always in fight or flight? And then how can we get back up to that safe co-regulation? Yeah, when the when the body doesn't, and so like the guts are really important. The, it's it's like when the, when those are signaling not safe, we're not safe, yeah. And it's an internal sense of safety.
0: Yeah, it's systemic. It's too. systemic. It's right. It, yeah. it all the other systems are compromised. Totally,
2: mm-hmm. totally. It's it's in, inside. We don't even have the 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 vocabulary to describe that inside yet. We have all these like external vocabularies that are really that's rough, that hurts or or. I don't know. Those are two examples, but we have I literally have a sheet of external ones and the intern the only internal one is interoception. Like how are we feeling on the inside?
0: Mm. And how many people even ever tune into that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ten no, 10%. Uh, ten percent. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it ten percent. Come uh, on, yeah. we have to have some hope here. <laughs> we involved. got that's what this podcast
2: does for. Got, we got some hope. It's the it's the exercise of the presence, right? It's mm. it's your it's your it's your Hatha yoga that you're holding poses for like three minutes at a time and you really have to fight. You
0: have to slow the down
2: Yeah, yeah. You have and to.
0: use your breath.
2: Yeah. And sometimes it, you're going to fight that.
0: Uh-huh. I did frog with my glass yesterday. Nice. I was like, Weston, this is your favorite one. Here we go. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Move slowly, breathe (laughs) slow. Make it work for you. This is about your body. This isn't about anybody else's. This is for you to tune in more deeply to yours. Do you feel like your work is about that? Like what? Like your purpose? You know, if you had an intention for your work, what would you say that it is?
2: I I would say if I'm if I'm going off the theory, it's called a theory for a reason it's meant to be built upon. So, where where is our body-based people doing this? It's like let's let's go find them, let's attune them. Let's get them educated. And that's really what I'm doing right now with the with the page and I don't know everything. Like I have people bounce back questions all the time and it's it's like it's awesome. It really is. But education is everything at this point like it's the most valuable currency besides time and body energy but education is right, right on up there so moving in some sort of education space is, is certainly certainly I would like to become a psychologist eventually so nice but that's it's a few years off yeah. yeah very cool
0: can we have you back on when you've changed when you've you've morphed and adapted into that field
2: yeah there's a lot of mentors along the way that they're out there. They're like uh, not just Dr. Porges, like Dr. Shore, Peter, uh, Peter Levine, and then his, and then the people working under him are amazing people, like that are uh, marriage and family counselors, uh, social workers, and they're just like, oh man, we're putting this into our practice and seeing like the best results.
0: Yeah. Right, And there are people yeah. doing these um, integrated sessions where they're doing psychology, right? There's like some kind of talk therapy or some yeah. sort of psych- psychology yeah. and, there's people, work and body work application. Yeah.
2: And there's people working with autism that this has really like been beautiful for. Again, the co-regulation part. So it's happening. It's happening and the research is getting done like all the way up to Harvard. As long as we keep a tight tight ship and we're able to move with the times i think it's i think you'll see the psychophysiological we are the times we are the
0: times the times are yeah are moving yeah and we are
2: oh the biggest part the biggest part about that is like thanks for having me on a podcast (laughs) like that's like that's like let's talk You know. yeah that's for us it's it's the
1: education too right it's teaching people or opening people up to these things is why we do this And just like you said, there's there's always more, there's always questions, there's always stuff we don't know that we can build upon. And especially with healing modalities, it's
2: it just never ends. Mm, Totally. There's 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 something called theta healing, which is like mm -hmm. I'm just blown away by.
1: Yeah. I talk about psychology, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's uh or theta state in general is Mm -hmm. just a very, very cool topic that I don't know enough about. So Mm -hmm. it's like I gotta reach out to people that know you we're know?
1: calling in a theta healer for the podcast sweet pretty sure someone emailed us recently okay there we go uh, it's, it's
2: coming. already happening i'll 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 listen happening. with listen we're gonna intently. have a big
0: banquet a big gala where we invite all of our guests and all, can you imagine I how love cool that, that is That's to so have cool. all those healers in the room <laughs> with all their different juicy bits of knowledge and experience and sharing?
2: That would be that'd be a huge nerd out. <laughs> that, that'd be awesome. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: <laughs> Hold, Thank the, God for nerds. I caught the holistic nerd out. Two thousand twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Well,
1: what was it? What else? did you feel after? How'd you feel after? Did anything come up for you on the table on your session? Um, Wow. I just had an
0: interesting thing in my neck that just came up right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm okay to share. So I've been feeling extra tender in my joints and I don't know if it's like buildup of stuff in there that I need to detox and I've been too lazy to do it. Right. And I don't know how much of it is like one thing that Eddie shared with me after and it wasn't the first time that I had heard this and I'm aware of needing to do this and it could very well be why I dislocated my knee in Cyprus is that I have an incredible, I have incredible flexibility. I have great range of motion, but strength training is something that I have let fall by the wayside for a long time. So that could be what I'm feeling too is like I'm stretching my, I'm using my body. I'm sort of stretching it to its ends, but the ends are getting taxed. So then they're like sore and weakened. So I felt much more integrated after, like I felt, it felt like a deep session and I felt tenderness in a way that I hadn't really in a while, but I felt balanced and aligned and i felt symmetrical which was good too because i i like that like that's an important feeling
2: the mm-hmm. the reason i brought that up is like it's it's 50 of the work is the, the sensory and the massage like the other 50 is like the motor patterns and the motor training and like the the strength training and like how do we get these how do we get these patterns to turn on it's like you got to do that like yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the I can't go into your brain and wire you up mm-hmm. to to yeah. strengthen it. Yeah. It's pretty much everything I've seen in a nutshell. It's like
1: someone comes with a musculoskeletal issue and it's like, Well, how's your gut? Like what's going on in there? Like yeah. how are you eating? How are you digesting? How's all that going? How totally. are you sleeping? Right. And then we open them up, they feel better and they come back and it's like, well, well, whatever was going on came back. And it's like, well, what what did you change? What did you do different? What did you do to reprogram these things? Especially um, I was working at a gym for a long time and these reoccurring things for people just keep coming up, keep coming up. And it's like, well, you've been doing the exact same thing and you're back here on my table for the same (laughs) thing. Like we can open you up as much as we want, but until you change those patterns... It's gonna keep coming back, hundred percent. Right? Did you have you heard of kin stretch before?
2: I, I have. Um, is that out of Arizona
1: or I don't I, know? There's it's a, there's a big um, community here in LA, but they, it's a uh, actually they, I think they work with a baseball team out in Arizona, but they do um, strengthening at extreme ranges of motion. So, it might be something you're uh, looking to. Like
0: they go to the edge and they make you strengthen there?
1: Yeah. Like they'll do a 90 90 stretch right. and then they'll lift the back foot and strengthen. Uh, What's a
0: 90 90 stretch?
1: Can mm. mm-hmm. you explain that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perpendicular. Perpendicular lines so, uh-huh. of the body. And... Pigeon on one leg. And... Uh
0: huh.
1: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then they make you do what from there, and so you you one oh, and then, you'd lift the back leg uh-huh. from that stretch, right. and then you lift the front leg from that stretch. So uh, you're working those okay. motor pathways. Oh, okay. cool. yeah. yeah, I'm gonna wow. do that
0: with my yoga class yeah. next week. <laughs>
2: it's brutal. I really actually kind of like that. That's a really good concept. Yeah, and look I'll, into it. I'll look into them. There's so much.
1: What's it called? Kin Kin what? stretch. Just stretch. so oh, much. Okay. Like Instagram. There's so many like good practitioners out cool. there. Cool. Um and they post stuff all the time. Boom. So you can learn a lot just See, from watching That's just a
2: that's a new thing. That's yeah. like such a cool like uh, learning avenue.
1: Yeah. That's the beauty of the internet, right? That's the beauty of like your Instagram page is like I can log in and like look at all this cool shit and like read and learn and expand my knowledge base just by reading.
2: Well, if I have a certification process I'll uh you guys will be
1: Oh, please! Like invited do. along please to,
2: do. to to join
1: and take <laughs> and take. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. Ah, it's funny that Casey mentioned like how your practice and mine are similar because I'm the science part. I'm into, but I don't understand it to the depths that you do, and it's more for me like a felt sense, like yeah, what, yeah. and an experience sense. But it's cool because it's like. Even from both angles, it's like similar th- things are coming up. Similar, uh, similar methodology is coming up, yep. and so I think that's the importance of of the science. Is like there's people out there that do want to know exactly what's going on on a scientific level, because conceptually, that if they understand it better, they they it would. Increase its efficacy for them, totally. just because they know and understand it, right? Like when people go to the doctors and then they go home and go on WebMD and find out all the information about the diagnosis. There's some people out there that are like that, yeah. And then there's some people that are like, I don't care, just help me feel, just better. just help me feel better, yeah, right?
2: yeah. But I, I kind of, I'm on a mission to end the um, drink lots of water and, <laughs> and have a good night type, type like exit strategy, it's yeah. Like, like the interview is really important. The exit interview is really important. Your body work's really important. Like send send them away with the gift of knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. like get them get them get them on the right path. So but uh also yeah, I I just appreciate you and saying that, like that you feel it. It's like uh, it's even through like this conversation, like oh I can I know. I know how you work like and although I got to get in with you guys <laughs> now that now, now that I'm saying this so yeah cool uh yeah
0: <laughs> cool Science of Touch. Just go see Eddie, okay? Just stop what you're doing and go follow him. Is that how people should reach out to you?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Science of Touch. Um, I don't have a website and my coach is killing me on it. You she, know what? She's I like, was just
0: talking to someone the other day and she was like, you know, websites are antiquated. You need Instagram. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God.
2: I'm in a lovely Instagram intensive that tells me I need a website. So oh, okay,
0: you know I, I still think that websites are relevant too. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: here you go, Linda. Shout out to Linda. Right. <laughs> I've been working on developing my personal private practice, and um, I was talking about manifesting and calling in whatever you want to call in. And part of what I was calling in was clients and people that more people that I could help. And she said to me, "You can manifest and call these things in all you want." But unless you have the system in place for the universe to provide that for you, yeah. the universe can't give that yeah. to you, right? Yeah, the avenue.
0: Because it'll be a train wreck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like if, in, if the universe did give you a shit ton of clients and you didn't have the system set up to bring it in, you would be a wreck yeah. and none of it would stick. Yeah. So she had me Such create a, a website, point. create a calendar, make it easy for people to book because I was booking people back and forth through text. Right. And...
2: That gets dropped pretty fast. Right, right.
1: <laughs> so for those of you out there that are healers and that have healing practices, websites are cool.
2: So we were... We were <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I got to tell this story. I'm sorry. Was, was, we were working together and just taking... Uh, uh, Eddie and myself. Yes, yes. I, Casey and I and a, a friend of ours, uh, Alexa, and we are just taking some like, shots for content and... Casey was using my phone, and the text pops up. <laughs> says, "I'll be there in five <laughs> minutes." <laughs> she goes, "She goes, I don't want to alarm you." But uh, your client's on the way,
0: <laughs> and we were like, you know, we had just started this photography session with Alexa on the table, and I was like, I don't really even want to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but this feels relevant. Right. Like, and he was like, Ah, oh, gee, that client, like I didn't remember. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So
2: no more, no more texting. It's, it's like uh-huh. get that, get that I way. still work by text. I do primarily. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's the easiest, but it's easy. It's uh, convenient. Yeah,
0: until they um, put the chips in our brain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Science of touch, Science ladies of touch. and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Any home, we're so happy to have you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank
1: you so, so much. Go for experience me. his work. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, this was cool, man. This was super informative. In like, depth. It's got me curious. I was um, gonna write a book. Before we we log off, are there any books that you recommend, either from Peter Levine or anyone else, that people can start to look into?
2: I I need to read okay. Nurturing resilience is an amazing book. That is a chronicle of everything that we've been talking about. You can that's a multidisciplinary book. So Nurturing Resilience, and mm. I do not know the authors. Kathy, okay. Kathy King. Kathy, okay.
0: I like it. Yeah. And I like uh, the uh, title.
2: and there's a man named Thomas Hubel. He's German. He's talking about collective trauma. Thomas and Hubel. H U with two dots B L. Uh, he's
0: talking about what collective trauma. Collective trauma. Yeah, how, yeah, how are Heck how, yeah. how it's like
2: consciousness trauma. Yeah, how it's uh it just we're 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 in this reaction steady reactionary state and like and our traumas are intelligent. And they're showing us stuff, mm-hmm. and he's he's like talking about this, and I'm just like I'm hooked, dude. Like you're 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 who I'm gonna listen to. So
1: oh, he did a thing with Peter Levy.
2: He did, yeah. He had a whole um he had like twelve, thirteen, fourteen people on a on a summit. Cool, yeah, very cool. Cool, yeah. So I'll, I'll be reading with you guys.
0: Yay! Uh, Maybe we'll start a book club too.
2: We should. We should. Okay. Saturday morning. Bring it to the party. Saturday afternoon. Bring it to the big party. Come
0: when you can. (laughs) We love you, audience. Thank you. Thank you, you guys,
1: for listening. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate you. Cheers. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Way of Healing. We hope that you find yourself inspired. If you enjoyed our show, a gift is to let others know. And we want to hear from you. Please share your feedback so we know how our work is resonating. Make us aware of modalities and practitioners whom we may not know. If you haven't already, please subscribe at the Our email is thewayofhealingpodcast of healing podcast at gmail.com and find us at facebook.com forward slash the way of healing. Remember, a rising tide lifts all boats.